0: When we first encountered Count Dooku in Attack of the Clones, it might be hard to remember. But up until then, he had already trained and served under Darth Sidious as his Sith apprentice for ten years. Even before Count Dooku began his dark descent, he was considered one of the most powerful and revered Jedi in the Order. So, how did Sidious turn him and instruct an apprentice who was already a master of the Force? And given that Sidious was actually the Republic's Supreme Chancellor and couldn't just disappear for days at a time, Where did the two Sith meet to train and plan their next moves? As I'm sure many of you have already guessed, I'm going to attempt to shine some light on those questions by reading from another passage in James Luceno's Labyrinth of Evil, the Legends prequel book to Revenge of the Sith. Now, at this particular juncture in the story, Dooku has returned to Coruscant in secret, to a place where bodies go to disappear, a mostly abandoned and burned-out industrial district known as the Works. The entire sector might have been demolished if it could have been determined. Here's the excerpt from the novel, and then we can talk about it. The entire sector might have been demolished if it could be determined with any certainty just who owned what. Rumors persisted that hired assassins and crime syndicates had buried so many bodies in the works that it should be considered a cemetery. And yet, Dooku loved the place. The antithesis of his native Serenno, the works was very much a home away from home for the human who had earned the title Darth. Tyrannus. One structure in particular, columnar in shape, round-topped, propped by angular ramparts, rising from the defiled core of the works like a stake driven into its heart, strong in the dark side, made so by Darth Sidious. The building had been the place of Dooku's apprenticeship, just as it had served as a training ground for Darth Maul before Dooku. And who knew who or how many other Sith disciples before Maul? During the ten years preceding the outbreak of the war, When Count Dooku of Serenno was believed to have been peddling his separatist agenda to disenfranchised worlds in the Mid and Outer Rims, he had, in fact, spent long periods of time in the works, coming and going at will, or, as required of him, by Darth Sidious. Even in the three years since, he had been able to visit Coruscant without fear of detection, thanks in part to unique countermeasures the Genosians had engineered into his interstellar sloop. Dooku surveyed the Docking Bay with a certain fondness, recalling the years he had spent under Sidious' tutelage, learning the ways of the Sith, practicing the Dark Arts, perfecting himself, mastering evil, Yoda would have said. The problem was partly semantic, in that the Jedi Order had seen to it that the Dark Side of the Force had become equated with evil. But was Shade more evil than stark sunlight? Recognizing that the Dark Side was on the Ascendant, the Jedi, in service to the Force, should have known enough to embrace it, to ally themselves with it. After all, it was all a matter of balance, and if the preservation of balance required the dark side to be on top, then so be it. With Dooku, Sidious hadn't had to waste precious hours on lightsaber technique, nor on ridding Dooku of ill habits born of a lifetime spent in the Jedi Temple, for Dooku had long before rid himself of those. Instead, Sidious had focused on giving Dooku what had amounted to a crash course in tapping into the power of the dark side, a mere taste of which had proved intoxicating. Enough to convince Dooku that no course was left open to him but to abandon the order, more that his entire life had been preparation for his apprenticeship to Sidious, that at long last he had found a true mentor. The Sith saw no need to take on only young disciples, though they often did. Sometimes the training went smoother with disciples who had lived long enough to grow disillusioned or angry or vengeful. The Jedi, by contrast, were shackled by compassion. They're penchant for showing mercy, for granting forgiveness, for heeding the dictates of conscience, prevented them from giving themselves over to the dark side, from becoming as a force of nature itself. Paranormally strong and quick, capable of conjuring Sith lightning, of exteriorizing rage, all without the need for the magic hand passes the Jedi were so fond of employing. The Sith understood that the elitism and mobsterism of the Republic could be ended only by bringing the diverse beings of the galaxy under the control of a single hand. The galaxy could only be saved from itself by the imposition of order. What fools the Jedi were to not see it, blind to their own downfall, the coming of their end time, what fools. Now, it might be a bit harsh to call the Jedi fools, but, I mean, well, maybe. Either way, he was right. They were blind to their downfall. They were definitely shackled by all of their rules. No compassion, no attachments, this and that. A downfall that began the moment he embraced the dark side, for Dooku, that is. And that's really all it had taken, a mere taste. It's all he needed to convince him to abandon the light and the Jedi. I wonder if the Sith could have been training their apprentices in the works, right under the Jedi's noses for thousands of years. Maybe the work's history with the Sith is even older than that, much older. But I'm curious who those other disciples that Sidious trained could have been, if there were any. Maybe him and Plagueis trained there. Did you know that Plagueis had seven other potential apprentices throughout the galaxy? I've covered that in another video. What do you guys think of Dooku's view about the Force? That the dark side is a literal force of nature, and thus can't be any more evil or good than the light. Is the dark side really evil? Or is its power so intoxicating that it's the evil within its practitioners that causes evil things? Could there be, and herein lies the theory, who is so incorruptible that they can use the dark side for good? Also, was Dooku right? Could there be balance with the dark side on top? Why does it have to be the light? And if so, did Anakin bring the Force into balance? Twice? First to the dark, then to the Light. I thought it was also interesting that Dooku received a crash course into the power of the Dark Side. Now, in many ways, that was the nature of how Luke Skywalker was trained, too, in the Light. A crash course to become a Jedi. If a being is sufficiently powerful enough in the Force, they can ascend through more unorthodox means, it seems. So it kind of makes me wonder just how powerful Dooku would have become if he had trained under Sidious from the very start. Hope you enjoyed this video. I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for watching. And until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.